this is The Space Shot, episode 247, for January 16th, 2018. STS-107, Columbia's last launch. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. Fifteen years ago today, at 10.39 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, on January 16th, 2003, the Space Shuttle Columbia and a crew of seven lifted off under a picturesque Florida sky. On board were seven astronauts, Commander Rick Husband, Pilot William McCool, Payload Commander Michael Anderson, Mission Specialists Kaplana Shala, David Brown, Laurel Clark, and Payload Specialist Ilian Ramon. This was the last time Columbia would leave Earth. 81.7 seconds into Columbia's last flight, a piece of foam insulation ripped off and struck the leading edge of the orbiter's left wing. When the foam impacted the orbiter's wing, it broke through the reinforced carbon-carbon material that was designed to protect the spacecraft from the extreme heat of re-entry. This hole that was created from the impact of foam from the external tank allowed for superheated gases that were experienced during re-entry to enter the left wing. On February 1st, 2003, Columbia was lost with all hands on board. Foam loss during shuttle launches was nothing new, and in the Columbia Accident Investigation Board report, it's noted that the orbiter, quote, ran into the foam. The report continues, quote, Just prior to separating from the external tank, the foam was traveling with the shuttle stack at about 1,568 miles per hour. Visual evidence shows that the foam debris impacted the wing approximately 0.161 seconds after separating from the external tank. In that time, the velocity of the foam slowed from 1,568 miles per hour to 1,022. Therefore, the orbiter hit the foam with a relative velocity of about 545 miles per hour. In essence, the foam debris slowed down and the orbiter did not, so the orbiter ran into the foam. The space shuttle had a history of issues with foam tiles. Back in episode 202, I talked about the shuttle flight STS-27, which was the third flight of Atlantis. During that mission, the shuttle sustained heavy damage to its heat shield, bad enough to shake veteran astronaut Robert Hoot Gibson. Check out episode 202 to learn more. I'll talk more about Columbia over the coming weeks. I ordered Bringing Columbia Home, The Untold Story of a Lost Space Shuttle and Her Crew by Michael Leanbach and Jonathan H. Ward. As soon as I have my hands on that book, I'll make sure to read it and I'll pass along my thoughts. Over the past few days, I've read parts of the Accident Investigation Board report for Columbia, and it's been pretty difficult reading to go through. As tragic as this flight is, the astronauts died in pursuit of something bigger than themselves. Working to honor their memory by continuing to push the boundaries of what we can achieve in space is a fantastic way to honor them.
Now I've got a few other things I want to mention today. The United Launch Alliance will be launching its second mission of the year on Thursday the 18th. The launch window opens at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and extends for 40 minutes. The Atlas V is launching in the 411 configuration with the smaller 4-meter payload fairing, a single upper stage engine, and one solid rocket booster. The 411 configuration looks pretty weird because of how asymmetrical the rocket looks. SpaceX has moved the static fire test for the Falcon Heavy to Friday, but this date is dependent on a successful Atlas V launch on Thursday. Earlier today, an RS-25 engine that once powered the space shuttle was test-fired in preparation for its use on the space launch system. I've visited Stennis Space Center before, and it's a cool facility to check out if you're ever traveling through Mississippi. Testing the engines for use on the space launch system is something that's going to continue over the next couple years. I talked about Stennis Space Center way back in episode 164, so check out that old episode to learn more about that site. Jeff Faust with Space News has a commentary piece titled The Mystery of Zuma, and it's a great rundown of what's known and unknown related to the Zuma mission so far. Be sure to look for this link in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes. If you do that, screenshot it and send it to me at John Molnix, pretty much everywhere on the internet, and I'll send you a Space Shot sticker and a little thank you. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button, that way you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, find me at John Mulnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook, just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, Jason 3 launches. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.